Hey, everybody, welcome back to Speaking Slowdown, a sports talk show devoted to the movie trivia slowdown. I am Jay Wade, and as usual, we got our numbers guy over here, the math wizard of this show, Double D, Dan Delinsky. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, we just got a couple of days ago, we had Christian on here, and so it's always fun to talk to Christian, and I'm still uh, asking for that. So, yeah, good. for sure, for sure. Um, and first-time guest uh, co-hosting on this show from uh, Let's Get Ready Network, we got ASG. How you doing, yeah. bud? Doing well, doing well. Nice to be here. Great, thank you. This was a last-minute, uh, last-minute thing for you two. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Um, uh, before we get too into anything, uh, I do want to do a quick reminder here off the top um, that we will be playing stereo comments. Uh, we will not be taking any comments specifically for Laura Kelly or during her interview, but uh, here at the beginning of the show, for about the first 20 minutes or so and uh, about the last 15 minutes or so, we will be playing those comments uh, here live on the show, questions, whatever you want to say. Also, you can, uh, if you could please subscribe to this YouTube channel, help us get some more subs. It's almost a crime, as, uh, as, uh, Frenchie says, that we don't have more subs. Uh, it's the Jcast Network on YouTube, also on Twitter at the Jcast Network, and on stereo at the Jcast Network, because, uh, this show now plays on YouTube live at the same time as we do on stereo. Uh, we, we, uh, we crack the code. Another thing Frenchie likes to say, which I like it too. And, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're proud of that one. Um, now, uh, someone now, now what was it? I, I forgive me when we're prepping for the show. I kind <laughs> of, I half hear things. Uh, what was the announcement that was made, um, about, uh, was it free for all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want? Okay, I'll take it. Uh, so basically, the free for all winner will not be getting three points for winning the free for all. It'll just be one point for the MVP, who who will not be getting a number one contender shot. They will only be getting the one point for being MVP, and then the winner will get um, the title shot, but will not be getting any faction points. Now, can one of y'all explain to me the the benefit of like? The benefit of doing that or why it's being done? Well, here, here's the thing. So let's take, uh, I think, the very first free-for-all where Sam Levine and Tom Dagnino came in and Sam Levine won. If that happened today, uh, Sam would get three points and a title shot, and then he's going on to face whoever he wants to face for the title shot. It would be Dan Merle in that scenario. And he could potentially earn another seven points, which would add up to 10 points total. Whereas now it's title shot and, and he gets to potentially earn the, the seven points, which is almost double than the, which is more, worth more. So you still get the bulk of the points at the title match. But yeah, it makes more sense because it's like you're getting both three points. And the title match, it really makes uh, more sense that because you're really getting a title match from straight up. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to go like three or three matches over. You have to go straight to win the, that title match. You get it right up front. So I think this is a lot better uh, situation than having presenting goals. 
uh, three points and a title shot. But what could be interesting is that you don't need to take that title shot. You know, uh, I think Dan Merle used it for uh, the Founding Fathers. And it could even go further. You could use it for somebody on your faction to have a title shot. And then you'd be getting no points and they'd be the one going for the seven. You never know. Yeah, this this is all going to be very interesting. Um, Sorry to cut you off, Dan. We've got a couple messages here. Want to get to them right away. I want to know what you guys think about everything going on in the world right now. I'm hearing a lot of uh, weird shit. Like people think that this is the depopulation, the great reset. Sorry, this is not that show, buddy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, this is about movie trivia. I'm sorry if maybe that was going to lead into some slowdown stuff, and 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 there was a big build up. If so, I I very much so apologize. But it sounded like a. uh, current events, a worldwide kind of uh, the world's going to hell kind of a thing, and this is not that show. Yeah, the new season reset all the scores. I think that's all he was talking about. Oh, are you being serious? No. Oh, oh my gosh. I just felt super <laughs> bad. I was like, I did not hear something. No, 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 oh, no, no. Man. oh, man, here's the next one. Hey, I just followed both of you guys because you sound pretty fucking awesome and shit, so uh, I don't know. Give me a follow back. That'd be great. I will do so after the show. Thank you very much. Um, Obviously new here. What we're doing is this is a sports talk show devoted to an elite movie trivia league uh, that that mixes in elements of professional wrestling, uh, MMA, uh, that kind of stuff. It's very exciting. There are characters, uh, there are heels and faces, uh, but the trivia is real, my friend, and the, the questions are unbelievably hard. So uh, check it out if you've not heard of it before, the movie trivia showdown. Um, if you like any of those things I just mentioned, I think you would like that. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you're all having a great weekend so far. Dagan here. Just wanted to uh, ask, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this, but uh, so the MVP for the free-for-all will also get one point. Now, in the past, the MVP has also gotten, I think, a number one contender match. Not a title shot, but a number a chance to play in a number one contender match. Uh, do you guys know if that's the case this season or not, or do you think it should be? Uh, just curious to hear your all thoughts on that. Uh, as of right now, Christian said on Facebook, that will not be happening. Okay. See, I'm I'm still trying to get used to the. I, I I think I finally got it into my head this morning that I am not going to look at this like a traditional sport. I have to find some sort there. There has to be a middle ground here somewhere, and and I'm trying very hard, and I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to open my mind. Um, so I'm I'm staying away from some of some questions that concern opinions on things like that because it could very well change because I'm still learning how it all works. And I should probably know and understand at least how it works. Like Christian said the other day, I just I didn't understand what he was saying. And you'll hear a little bit later we've got a clip from that. Uh but um I just well it's about time. That's our producer Frenchie back behind the scenes. Um yeah, there has to be a middle ground and and I really should I should at least halfway understand things before I I go too deep into into a stance. I'm going to work on that, guys. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Dan, uh, what do you think about uh, what Dagan was saying? Um, do you, I mean, do you have anything to add? Obviously, ASG answered. Well, 
I mean, I mean, it's one point. I mean, you do. Let's say we have um, uh, what happened with last with the horror free for all, where Adam Collins and Mark Hoyt won both. They earned four points. Well, now your faction will still earn point if that happens again this season, or where two competitors from the same division are both MVP and the winner. Your faction still earns points. So there is a benefit, and yes, there is a there's no the no more uh, number one contender shot, and I could take it or leave it. It's not that big of a, but it's 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 something. But hey, you're still at least in that scenario, you, your faction is still getting points in that scenario. So that's all so, I feel. Yeah, in my opinion, if you're going to take out the number one contender shot, maybe you should up the MVP to three points. Being MVP in a 40-person free-for-all, I think, especially, you know, you you think about Bibiani running the table from one all the way to the end. You feel like that should be worth more than one point in some fashion. Um, but, you know, um, you know, uh, so I, I kind of lean more towards it being more points, but if you're not going to do the number one contender shot, but you know, uh, I also don't think the faction's going to win by three points or two points. So, no, <laughs> no. Um, and, and I also want to say real quick to the gentleman, if you're still listening, who just subscribed or just followed us, um, you know what? Why don't you let us know if you are a movie fan, send us a comment, let us know what some of your favorite movies are. Uh, let us know if, do you like star Wars? Uh, do you like comic book kind of movies? Um, or do you just like movies in general? And depending on what you say, if you care to answer, uh, we'll give you some names. We'll recommend some players to check out uh, within those divisions and whatnot. And everyone else uh, on stereo, feel free to keep bringing in those comments. And we've got another one right now. Well, thanks for clearing that up, ASG. I'm not on Facebook, so I appreciate you uh, sharing the info from that. Um I'm not so sure, you know, I no disrespect to Christian and, and some of these rule changes, but it almost feels like Bibiani coming in there and, and, and yeah, you know, running the gauntlet. I think that should be worth more than a point. Uh, I don't know. It just, it, it's interesting. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I respect the league's final decisions, but, uh, yeah, not so sure about that one. Any thoughts? Well, at that point in time, uh, Bibbs had the benefit of having a number one contender shot along with that one point. And, yeah, I do kind of feel that that should have been maybe a little bit more. But, I mean, he still had the number one contender shot, which was probably more beneficial for him. Uh, but if, I, I think this is just something that needs to be Hey, uh, I, just, I actually wanted to give thoughts. Um, why I'm thinking is because they want to balance, right? They want to make sure that there's no faction that has almost like won the, the, the whole thing and there's like two months left, right? Um, so there is a balance and there, a logical reason uh, to, to really try to adjust the points because they have to a bit, uh, they have to do a prediction uh, of how certain scenarios point-wise with the system they put in place. And I think that's them just tweaking it to make sure it doesn't go too overboard, right? Um, but at the same time, um, I find if you do that, that whole free-for-all, then win the championship, it is worth 10 points. It really is because it brings like it brings a whole storyline to it. It brings a value to that player. And the chances of it happening are slimmer than, than higher, right? There is still chances, but I don't think there's going to be four or five times happening that way. 
but they don't want to make uh, take a chance and play it safe. But I, I think it's a tweet that was necessarily uh, uh, one that was ab about to happen for sure, so they had to change it. It's more of a, we're going to change it in case of, and for me, it's not as uh, important to do so. Let me p uh, pitch a compromise. Let's say, um, let's say uh, whoever wins the free-for-all, they obviously they get the title match. What if that title match they choose, whoever they, whatever happens, they say, yeah, I want to use the free-for-all for this title match. What if that title match is worth 10 points? So that way both the champion, whoever it is, and the number one contender could get, earn 10 points at equally. Would that be something that's worth uh, a compromise? I, I don't know about the belt holder getting extra points just because he's playing the free-for-all winner who right. may or may not be, you know, um, you know, maybe they were that last pick that you were talking about and just got lucky for a couple wins, and now uh, the belt holder, you know, is getting that edge of playing them instead of, like, somebody who, quote-unquote, earned their way more than free-for-all winner. But, you know, it's... Yeah, I don't it's know. It's ever involving. <laughs> yeah. I just, that just came into my mind. <laughs> okay. And just also as another thing, uh, I wasn't uh, around last year when they were announced, making these free-for-all announcements that got canceled last year, but there was a um, proposed idea last year that the MVP would uh, be able to, in a future match, uh, put up spinners, or sorry, not put up, get a spinners or opponent's choice in a future match instead of like um, the number one contender shot. I don't know. It was a interesting idea that I just first heard of this morning. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. Uh, on that specifically, I don't, but I've got a brilliant idea that I don't understand why no one's ever picked up on. Um, all of the factions and all of the players like should ha all have this, the equal amount of matches to make it a hundred percent fair you know what I mean? To even it out and stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm you're, you're making sure Christian listens to your show. Is that what? They <laughs> that, that was purely for me trying trying to get a rise out of my producer. I was looking at nothing but him in the back, uh, and and he did not flinch whatsoever until just now. Um, but no, no, I I I have changed my mind on that one uh, for sure. <laughs> Um, do want to say one more time, uh, go ahead and give us a follow on the stereo uh, at the Jcast Network, and please sub to this channel. Um, uh, I think, Dan, were you about to say something else there? I'm, I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, that actually I said uh, everything I needed to say. All right, cool, cool. Um, I had also just thought of something that I wanted to bring up, um, but it slipped my mind. It slipped my mind. Read the comment, Jay. Wait, uh, uh, oh, could the free-for-all winner get his or her pick at whatever championship they choose to go after? Uh, yes. Uh, it could be uh, in singles. It could be in teams. It could be IG. And it could also, they could also transfer that over to whoever they want. I mean, we saw that with Brian Channel when she won the free-for-all. Uh, we saw Mike. We saw Ken. We saw everybody saying, hey, Brian, we're, we're friends. Let's uh, – why don't you give that to me so I can win it? So, yeah, you can transfer the free-for-all championship to whoever you want, and if they can go for whatever title match they want. But I did clarify with uh, Christian on Facebook this morning that it is not a tradable asset. 
Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> in case people wanted to get really creative. <laughs> um, real quick, I just thought I just thought of something, uh, and this uh, random things pop into my head all the time. Uh, ASG, you're in the uh, fantasy league, the Schmoes, the North Fantasy yeah. League, right? But you are not in the casual division, correct? I don't believe so. Uh, okay. no, I'm in the Opal League, whatever that is considered. Okay, so Dan and I are in the casual division, and I'm obsessed with the uh, the, the fantasy league stuff. And uh, just thinking about these matches, um, hey, Dan, uh, is there any way that you would want to talk later on about a trade? Um, uh, I, I would I would very much like to pick up Saul. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you, don't. What are you doing? If you're revealing who you want for me, you better. I'm, I I will listen, but you have to give me someone of value. I mean, I, someone I'm, of value. I mean, someone of value. Because uh, he's he's kind of my top uh, IG in my opinion. So um, uh, you have to give me like a very top tier. IG player for Saul. Uh, IG. Um, specifically, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Frenchie was coming in to start talking because uh, I took Chandru in round two and he got more in like round four. So. <laughs> yeah, my, my, I had, I ended up getting my first four picks in the first two rounds. I got Merle Kalinowski, Alex Damon, and uh, uh, Ace Cabrera. So. And then uh, Double D there snagged up Saul. Just we're gonna have to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you might have some players I might. You might have a player I might want. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I'm, I've got one I'd be willing to trade, and it might surprise you. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, for you folks on stereo, be f- be free or feel free rather to uh, send in those comments. Um, again, we will not take any comments during Laura Kelly's interview, uh, but after that, we will be taking some more. Um, is there anything else uh, you guys wanted to say before we roll on to the sexy numbers? I'm good. Oh, wait. We just got a comment. Okay. Let's do it real quick. That comment. The Laura Kelly match. I watched last night. It was amazing. Molly Damon. Played like a champ. Only missed two questions. Hashtag fart up. Hashtag what? Fart up, I think. If you were from the SEN yesterday, you would know the hashtag fart up. Is that what we have to look at? You have to say one way or the other. Mara, after seeing live today. Oh, yeah? I missed that part. Mara. That's all I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Mara, SEN live. Yeah, that, that was very quiet, but uh, he enjoyed the match between Laura Kelly and Molly Damon. Uh, got that for sure. Um, right now, guys, we are going to move on to Double D's sexy numbers and. Uh, Dan, uh, what do you got for us this week? Well, uh, if you were paying attention, if you are up, are up to date, uh, this will spoil uh, the matches uh, that have just been released uh, on YouTube. 
So for the first match with uh, Laura Kelly and uh, uh, Molly Damon, uh, Laura won. So that gained, uh, so we can pull up the graphic, uh, the first graphic, please. Yes, so if that earned uh, swag four points. However, the dungeon uh, and Mara Kanopic managed to get back the IG belt and took it away from Chandru, so that earned the dungeon seven points, which puts the dungeon in first place as of right now. Who has said? Mark it on your calendar. The dungeon is in first place, people. And Swag, they are behind uh, in second place. Uh, so let's move on to the next uh, graphic where we can see where the rest of the factions are going to stand till uh, March. Uh, 26. So corruption will still have a hot, obviously corruption, Vinsack Exchange, Quirky Mercs, the Stars, the Den, Usual Suspects. They haven't played any matches yet, but so they're they still say the same if you remember from weeks prior. But uh, corruption still has a high of 16 with a low of negative five, and they could still uh, have a. Uh, I predict that they'll be ending uh, they'll end the month between 11 points and zero points. Swag, they move up, and no matter what happens with Swag, they have three more matches, they will at least be in the black. They will have at least one point as a low, but they can go as high as 14 points. But I would say that they will probably be somewhere between 11 and 4 points. Uh, Finstock Exchange is, has a high of 13 points with a low of negative 4, and they can probably most likely be somewhere between 9 and 0 points. Uh, the Quirky Mercs have a high of negative two, uh, uh, 22 points and a low of negative 5. And they'll most likely end up in uh, between 17 and 0 points. Uh, the Stars have a high of 24 points and a low of negative 5. And will most likely end up somewhere between 19 and 0 points. The Den has a high of 17 points and a low of negative 5 points. Uh, and will probably end up somewhere between 12 and 0 points. The usual suspects have a high of 14 points and a negative and a low of negative 4 points, and will most likely end up somewhere between 10 and 0 points. The dungeon, who is in record-breaking first place, uh, they have a high of 18 points and a low of 4 points. So what that means is no matter what happens now, the, the dungeon will be in the black. They will not have negative uh, points at the end of March. But the, most likely, they'll probably end somewhere between 15 and 7 points. And we can clear that out now. And so, uh, as, uh, ASG, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, what, do you th what are your thoughts on this? So that's where they'll end March, likely? Is that what the... Uh... Most likely. Wherever you see that bar, that's where most likely they will be. Maybe, maybe they'll be somewhat... Above, maybe a little bit below, but most likely that's where they'll end up. Okay, that's uh, very interesting, you know. And the crazy thing about those numbers is, you know, only one person can win the Star Wars title. So one's going to end sure. up up here, one's going to end up down here. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The thing is, is, even if they get zero points, we're looking yeah. at the faction overall. Right. So we're not focusing on one specific player. We're looking the whole. Oh, yeah, I meant high end of the bar versus low end of the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so, I mean, um, 
I don't know. With only those two matches, there's a whole lot of season to go. So, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because uh, this is this is just till the end of March, March 26th specifically. Oh, okay, uh, so it doesn't include the um, Damon versus. This doesn't include any matches that Christian has made up uh, uh, on SEN or on his show on Stereo or with us. It's only till the end of March because that's what's available on the schedule, and. Basically, uh, we'll, I'll make the uh, predictions for April once the schedule gets released, and then you'll start seeing where they fall for April, and then we go on and on for till the end of the season, and then we'll say this is where most likely who's going to win because if with, with corruption specifically, like last season, corruption was up here, uh, swag was like right here, there was and their high was like right here. So it's like they had no margin for error. So as soon as uh, Winston lost the Star Wars match, Corruption won. So that's why I broke it on our show the very first week that had if uh, if uh, uh, Winston loses that match, it's over for it's over for Corruption. Corruption will win. And I yep. kind of predicted that, and let alone I was right. But the interesting thing is uh, when you look at these graphs overall towards the end of the season. I noticed that Roxy and Shannon could benefit from each other. And that's why I'm like, holy shit, Roxy and Shannon need each other in order to actually benefit from each other. That, that blew my mind. So obviously this is early in the season. They're just laying the groundwork. But uh, it actually is exciting to actually see these results uh, in real time and show, seeing where it progresses. Okay. Long. But it ends that last, let's say, full week of March. Like um, Christian announced that sure. the last day of March is going to be Alex Damon versus Barbarian for the winner plays the IG. That's not factored in there. That is not factored in. It, okay. Whatever was uh, available on the website uh, before uh, be- before the season started, that's what's factored in. So anything that was announced uh, after that, so now or last week, that those are not factored in. Yeah, I think that was announced on this show. In with, with uh, Jay will play later. Um, yeah. It was, I think, part of that interview. Yeah, he announced uh, Kalinowski. I, I have it in my notes. Kal- okay, so he announced uh, Kalinowski versus Damon versus Barbarian, uh, which was a number one contender match. I I, I did take notes. <laughs> oh, now I remember he announced on the Facebook group that that was a March match, and then this was going to be um, what you just said is what he announced on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I guess we're uh... – Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Dan. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to as each month progresses, getting those, uh, getting those numbers and uh, getting the updates on everything. But now, everybody, we're bringing in that schmo from the north, Frenchie. Well, uh, how are you, sir? And how is the wee one there? Hello. Hello. This is again second appearance of Luna Jade Sano Manette, and this, for this edition, we're going to be two Frenchies corner because technically she's a Frenchie. All right. Um, yeah. For today's Frenchies corner, uh, I'll let you, like usual, the ticker talk. What is yeah. the criteria for Mount Rushmore of Schmodown? Uh, we, we, we got heated. We got heated, Mr. J. Wade, uh, over the subject. And it's definitely something we definitely need uh, to, to argue because I really, really don't understand where your brain goes somewhere, on, especially on this subject. Uh, I'm going to start with me, okay? 
for me, Mount Rushmore is so easy. Like, okay, top four. It's just an expression mean the best of the best. Yes. Okay. In all aspects. It doesn't have to be a specific criteria that you, you know, it has to be this and only this. And if they don't fit in this category, it does not work. It, uh, it's almost like a Hall of Fame. Who, do you, who would you put in a Hall of Fame? And for me, that is character work, uh, history, uh, events, uh, like sp- specific moments, right, that really stand out. Like for me, Bibiani's Mount Rushmore went up because of the whole free-for-all thing. That adds something to the Mount Rushmore. So it's less about a list of top four people that are the best of the best in just trivia. It's everything. Uh, go ahead. Well, everything, but the other night on your stereo show, which brought this all up for me, you were, you were actually, I can't focus. I, I, and, and, and I told her to speak as much as she can to, 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 to break her focus. <laughs> so she's on my team. All right, all right. Um, now you, uh, you were, dude. You were, you were putting Josh McCuga on Mount Schmodown. Yeah, uh, is what what I call it, Mount Schmodown, uh, Mount Rushmore of Schmodown, whatever. Um, I, I'm sorry, but it, there's no way. I love McCuga. He's great. He's he's he started out at the beginning, but you have to have a balance of both characters. His guessing game. He created the guessing game. Yeah, but what you guys were saying the other night, y'all agreed on three and then were debating the fourth, and you straight up were putting Makuga on there above uh, above Kevin Smets. Because I even said, I'm like, dude, I'm like, but, Kevin Smets has the character yeah. work and he has the, the, the backup with the knowledge and, well, the, and the, the competition aspect, the gameplay. Makuga has the character work and he's a hell of a guesser. How can you put him over Kevin Smets? Because he has the OG factor. That's what I'm saying. This is not like he's bumping out Kevin Smets, right? Uh, for me, Mount Rushmore are uh, maybe a list of like 10, 12 people for different factors, okay? Uh, and and you probably just understand it as if you choose Makuga, Smets is not on that list, which is not for me, Mount Rushmore. It's a very, it's a very personal thing. Because you were wanting to put Makuga on there, so I was using an example like you would put Makuga on there over Smets. I'm not. That's the thing. I am not. I am not putting him over Smets. For me, my rap. You have to do with it just because oh. someone's OG does like there are all kinds of OG rappers. Okay, so 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 you're saying you wouldn't put a couple OG wrestlers in that could that. that that, that couldn't, no, 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 that couldn't, you know, couldn't keep up in today's age, even a young age. There's some, some of them are, you know, not that good if you were to put them today, but still, because they started in the 70s, 80s, the early moments of the beginnings of it has a prestige and they go in the Hall of Fame, anyways. So that's why I'm saying that OG thing is you can't go back, you can't recreate Schmodown. The OG people of Schmodown deserve a special place, especially people like Mikuga, because he created in a certain way character work. He created those moments like, holy shit, did he, he, he like himself when he's out hanging out at the bar yeah. with his friends? There is no character work there. Bro, 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 bro. Okay, dude, look, say in my hometown, there are two fencing companies. There are two fencing companies. 
Okay, one of them makes the straight, the straightest, and the most level and most beautiful fences you've ever seen in your life. They have perfected the art of making fences. The other guy's been there for fifty years longer than the new guy who does it better. But because the other guy's been there for fifty years, his crooked ass fences that are unlevel and look like shit to take precedence and he should be the one to get the key to the city you've got to be killing you're crazy dude you're killing me no i'm not because again it's for you it then this is very personal i'm not saying this is a definitive list what you're basically doing is attacking my definition of mount schmodown and you're putting character work over someone who would do care you're you're putting character work and longevity like how long they've played over some over anyone else who has got the character work and the higher competition aspect you are you are saying all. i'm excluding him i'm not i haven't done my full list i'm just saying he's one he's part of it so again, I understand your argument, but you're going on your perception of what my Mount Schmodown is when you don't even understand it fully. So how can you argue something you don't understand fully? Dude, one day, well, one day I will do my list. One day I will do my list, my friend. Sit on your porch with your lemonade in your rocking chair and enjoy looking at that crooked ass fence, dude. <laughs> I, I I definitely will, my friend. I definitely will. All right, so let's go on to the second one. And this was submitted by our own, uh, our own Apple Dan. Should the speed rounds go back to the old format where studio matches, uh, when studio matches resume? I say I never liked the buzzer format. I'm not saying keep it to the original for uh, the more format we have um, online because they could find a way, but you, it, it becomes complicated, especially in live events. You would have to, you know, give earphones to the, uh, one of the players for them not to hear. Or you have to find a way to block out. And especially live, it's going to be hard. But I think they can transform it into something else. Because, also, you know, for me, I don't like it. Buzzers can be defective. The person calling the shots is only human. <laughs> and it's sport, right? Referees make mistakes. I get it. But if there's a better way to do it, now we have, like, a bit like two formats. We can find, like, a Franken format and make it just the ultimate uh, speed around we've ever seen. That's what I want to do. So I want them to evolve it. Uh, don't go back to buzzer. Okay, I, I have nothing heated uh, to say in this discussion. I do disagree with you, but I've got maybe, I got an idea to go along with it, so I'm not just going to disagree with you for disagreement's sake. Although that is one and I have possible. done it. Um, she's so cute. I can't focus, man. I, I can't argue. Uh, maybe that's a sign that you you were afraid uh, that you were going to lose, and you had to bring in bring in your adorable baby to distract Ooh. me. So that you, she's smiling too. You talked to her about it before y'all started. Uh, but onto this here, um, I don't care for the buzzer thing either. And the only reason I don't is because for me that is making a trivia contest into a matter of reflexes. Um, and, yeah. and it's just kind of like that's not. This is not a physical uh, type of a competition. I do like the idea of them having the same questions to answer, the same amount of time, and not knowing uh, what the other ones have asked. I really like that because, to me, that puts it on a true level playing field of where it's just flat-out fair, 100%. So, with live events or in studio matches, 
I would be completely down for uh, booth and and one person goes and sits in the booth. But hold on, uh, to make it a little more interesting, well, one when they ask the questions, they ask the questions in different orders. Okay, hmm. uh, and the reason for doing that is because say we're playing each other and and I'm in the booth and you're answering questions. I have a little screen where I can see how many questions you've gotten right. But I have no idea what order, so I don't know what questions you got right. I think that would add some more drama and some more pressure as opposed to me just going, you know, I'm going to go in there and do my thing. I don't know how they did. I'm going in there going, dude, Frenchie got nine out of ten right. I don't know which ones they were, and I won't because they're in the same order. You know, and it gives you that pressure where, like, I have to get this many right or I'm screwed. I think it just adds more to it. Yeah, I actually like that idea, uh, having that that extra. Again, are you creating, though, extra pressure where you shouldn't? uh, Because you like a fair game, right? So right now you're actually... Uh, kind of adding, um, kind of adding this this extra thing that the first competitor won't have, right? Uh, because he'll see the results, but he's not gonna have the pressure of oh shit, I have to live up to those results. So you have to think about how you're affecting the the player's brain, the first player who's in the booth. If you do that, it is a really good idea. But does it create a disadvantage, an extra stress that the other person doesn't have? So you have to put that into consideration. Very good point. And to and to answer that, I would I would call it it would be different pressure. It wouldn't be the same pressure, but as the person going first, you know that you you better damn well get them all or near all of them. The pressure is still on. You have to set the bar mm. and you have to set it high. And that's a great amount of pressure. Then the person that goes after you, their pressure is now I see how high the bar is. I've got to get over. So that that's uh, that's how I would respond to that. Very fair point, and that's how I would take care of that or, or explain that because you got pressure on both sides. And, and Lulu, do you have anything to add? Uh, anything at all? No. Okay, she agrees with us. Yeah. Uh, that it for Frenchie's corner? Yes, sir. All right, and it's not it's not Maple Dan. Uh, it, it's ASG uh, who's going to give his take. But- Yes, apparently. Uh, yeah. We have Apple Dance uh, on so often that at one point I just leave it there. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you guys think about what Frenchie and I just talked about? Okay, so uh, let me get to the, the speed round. So I uh, I posed this question because I like how I, I learned to grow. The, it's, the current format is growing on me, but I definitely think that there could be some improvements. Uh, it's no secret that this is this new speed round is very familiar to the Family Feud Fast Money round. So if we're li- like for live events, why don't we just go full on uh, Family Feud Fast Money round and keep the the format, but we do a different strategy. We have different questions where it's really vague, and you have to um, come up with like a vague answer. Like let's say like Amy. Um, Generation and one Pokemon that's a fire type, and you have to name like Charizard, and then your opponent says like, "Oh, um, Charmeleon." And it, it creates a little bit more strategy because it takes a little bit more strategy because now you can't go for the 
higher. Um, the most common uh, answer, you have to kind of go with like, okay, more vague details. Uh, I think that could be. A good... I'm lost on that of like how that would work in a uh, final round or like in a sorry well, in a championship format, like where you need people to get points and questions correct, and you know. Yeah, but I mean, you, well, what you can do is like go full. This I would think this would be more for like live events. And you can what they do is with the Family Feud is that they take a survey and they kind of compile that data together and see where uh, like out of a hundred people this first uh, uh, out of a hundred people you award uh, the higher amount of points to person. I, I, again, this is just an idea that I had. I don't. I'm saying that I'm right. I'm just saying that this is what I thought. Okay. And uh, I would think you just do a survey and you award points based on what is most common amongst that survey that of people that you have uh, surveyed. I don't know. I think that changes the game way too much for okay. my opinion, okay. at least with, uh, you know, Jay's and uh, Frenchie's strategy, uh, you know, they are staying, you know, still on the getting trivia questions, correct. Not polling the audience or, you know, like, or, yeah, you know, where there is a specific correct answer. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I liked the buzzer format. Um, I don't know if it's mostly Ben Bateman, but it's that theory of you're not just buzzing in when you know the answer. You're buzzing in when you think you will know the answer by the time you buzz in. Like, it's not... And also that you are purposely buzzing in maybe before you get all the information because you want to buzz in before the other person does. So I don't subscribe to the physical... Um, aspect that people um, talk about. And, but um, in terms of the new digital, um, what Jay suggested certainly would give a reason for the person in the lead to, um, to decide whether or not to go first or second, like whether or not that pressure would get to them or whether they'd want to know how many they need to get right to keep the score is where it is. All right. Well, so let's talk about the Mount, uh, Mount, Rush of uh, Mount Snowdown. Uh, yeah. Now, this is a very wide debate because you know you have your favorite character, you have your favorite players. Uh, I did have uh, like last week where I had a bell curve of like who was the best, who's considered her, whose averages was better amongst the whole population of each division. Now, you could expand upon that with uh, the whole league, but that could get a little problemsome when you're talking about teams. But that's another debate. But let's just stick with like singles, just to, just to make things simple. So right now, I would say Dan, that's I would say that bell curves are considered one piece of evidence for considering who's going to be on that Mount Rushmore, uh, who's that Rushmore title. But you would have to consider like how many titles that they would have to win, how many did they defend the belt, did they play in other divisions, it's like overall. So to I mean, I, I wouldn't know how. I don't know. My definition of Mount Schmodown isn't about titles, though. Um, Dan stepped away for the league, and I think you have to put that into your discussion of whether or not he'd be on Mount Schmodown as opposed to your best players of all time. Okay. Um, you know, my Mount Schmodown includes Christian Harloff. I don't, you know, so it's. But he's won the belt. Uh... No, no, no. I mean, in terms of what being the founder of the league. Okay. <laughs> Even if he so, hasn't done so... anything. <laughs> 
So it's exactly. really, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you know, you're not talking. You didn't say your top four players, your top five players. You said no. I said like that's one piece of evidence. I'm not saying yeah. that that's the end all be all. I'm saying that that should be one piece of evidence to look at. Now, yeah. maybe what they have done in the league overall, I think that should be more of a weighted uh, factor. Uh, but uh, I, Christian should be up there because yes, he found it. He's the one who created this, and he's the one one that's improving it every season. And yeah, so I agree with you that Christian should be up there. And yes, we are pandering to our, the chairman. I know he's listening. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, so to either of you, um, is Alex Damon on your uh, Mount Schmodown and what would it take for him to be if not? Uh, at this point in time, I don't see him on it. Nothing against him. There are just uh, so many others that, that I see on it. Uh, make it quick, Dan. We got a. Uh, uh, we got yeah, maybe fire. for like Star Wars Mount Rushmore, but oh, I would say you would have to play a little bit more because he's only focused on that one division. Yep. That's just my opinion. And uh, with that, everybody, Frenchie's corner is completely wrapped up. And uh, now Laura lights out Kelly. Everyone, uh, Laura Kelly, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm even more delighted to hear that Alex Damon isn't on anyone's Mount Rushmore. That kind of kills me. <laughs> you, uh, you, you would be on there before him any and every day of the week, in my opinion. So, uh, thank you. There's sir. no question. Um, uh, but uh, thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, you had a hell of a match against Molly Damon last week, um, and. Uh, I was just wondering, could you give us some uh, some insight into your thought process as you were preparing for that match? Well, I kind of hit a breaking point with this whole pandemic thing. Um, being in Chicago, I think we had like 10 days straight of snow where I like didn't leave my apartment, can't go for a walk, like can't, working from home, like it was just a mess. And so I... Um, kind of last minute decided I just needed to get out of here. And for the last couple of days of studying, like leading up to the match, I actually went and stayed in a hotel for a few days um, <laughs> just to like fully eliminate all distractions. Um, the main distraction being like the refrigerator. So that was, that was nice to like be able to get away, be in my own space for a little bit, just see different walls that <laughs> I've been stuck seeing for a while. Um, so that was, that was kind of nice. My process other than that really hasn't changed much though in the last three years. Um, for the most part, it's it's been pretty consistent, the methods that I use, the things that I study. It's just kind of constantly building and getting to be a more, like, robust database, I guess. Well, we've enjoyed that uh, this nice week of uh, good weather, 40-degree weather. It's like summer now. Exactly. Because <laughs> so, uh, I'm in from Chicago, too, so that's just so you know. Oh. Uh, so my question is, is during your match, uh, I think it was in round one, uh, it was the question where, uh, what did Anakin call Qui-Gon uh, in Phantom Mouse? I, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Uh, now, the answer was, the, the, the actual quote in the movie is, you're a Jedi Knight. Molly said Jedi Knight, and you said Jedi. Was that kind of like a, were you nervous at that, where Molly may have challenged that, or you may have lost a point because of that? No, I think I think the question was, what did Anakin say he was going to be and come back and free all the slaves on Tatooine? And mm -hmm. I don't remember. I actually meant to like look this up after the match, and I haven't gone back yet. I'm not sure what exactly he says. At first, I wrote down pilot, and then I erased it because I couldn't think of what the answer was um, and went with Jedi. But 
if I recall, I feel like Mark hesitated a little bit in telling her that Jedi Knight was correct. So I, I fully don't know. I actually need to like, I need to go look into that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, again, I, I watched it a couple of weeks ago, so I may have, uh, maybe you're right. I, I Obviously you've lived it, so uh, maybe I'm wrong about the, the question. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, my question, this might get into the weeds a little, but um, your match against Molly was very similar to a lot of the other Star Wars matches where it seems you have to go perfect in order to um, win the match. Do you like that aspect of Star Wars or would you rather, if it's possible, the questions would be harder so that maybe you might have a little more room for error? Honestly, I do kind of wish... That's hard to say. I mean, I liked this sort of caliber of the question that we had this year um, in this first match of the year. I I do wish there was a little bit more room for error so that I had the freedom to like have just maybe one brain fart in the match and just completely forget like what somebody said to whom. Um, I would love to have a little bit of wiggle room in that sense. Um, but honestly, I, it's, it's fun to like go perfect. It feels good. <laughs> so <laughs> I really like, I can't complain too much. It's always kind of nice to have that stress lifted of not having to answer my five point question. As curious as I always am, I'm always tempted to be like, can somebody just tell me what it was just so I can know if I, I know that that's not allowed, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I, I, it's, it's kind of fun. It just sucks that. Yeah. Like last season, the thing that took me out of the entire year was just one dumb one pointer answer that I answered for a, a you know round one question. So that kind of sucked, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, I would add to that where you know it's kind of prepping you for Alex because you know Alex, we've seen that he is almost perfect. There is like maybe maybe he's this much of a much room for error, but it does kind of prep you a little bit to prepare for Alex because he's almost perfect. So I would say that it's prepping you a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think most of the matches that I've seen him him play have been almost perfect, if not perfect. So, yeah, it's definitely something to aspire to. And uh, we were just talking about hard questions just a second ago, the the question Dan had asked about. Um, I just wondered, thinking back, uh, is there a specific question that that, uh, you can tell us that you had that – was the most difficult for you to get right? A question that you got right, but it just was the hardest one and you just really, you really had to try and pull it out. Mm, I mean, without having to like think back on it, I don't watch my old matches very much. They're written out for me somewhere, all the questions, but I honestly, it's, it's kind of hard to come up with one that I almost want to say that John Ratzenberger quote that I or the name that I had against Sean Sullivan last year that was like an answer I was just like pretty proud of and I kind of thought the same I almost made the same error that he did where I wasn't fully sure what the last name was and so I I kind of took a shot in the dark and I was like no I think there's an ER on the end um and ended up getting it right so besides that it's hard to sort of pinpoint what the hardest question I've had was because a lot of times I kind of black out on like, I just don't remember, you know, (laughs) my matches all that clearly. Yeah. In the heat of the moment. And then I don't even know how many, probably well over a hundred, 150 questions you've probably been asked in your total career in Schmodown, I would imagine. Um, So yeah, that I, I just thought I'd take a shot in the dark. (laughs) All right. So Laura, we had a, we had a bit of a debate, uh, 
a couple of weeks back where should the, the Star Wars division include like all of canon? And I want to kind of, obviously we all kind of agreed that uh, all of canon should be included to kind of give everyone a bit of a range. But I'm going to rephrase the question a little bit. Where um, would you rather have just movies and shows or would you rather have all of canon? I mean, I certainly don't want all of canon. I mean, (laughs) like that would include like video games and comics, which are two things that I have no interest in. Um, So that would be that would be a no for me for sure. If it was TV shows, that's a little bit easier to wrap my mind around. But I don't I don't know if I would do all that well on it because I think I would pressure myself into going as in depth with the shows as I do with the movies, thinking that I have to, even though I probably wouldn't need to. And it would just be, it would be life consuming. And I, I just don't, I don't know if it would be worth my time to be totally honest. So I'm kind of happy to just leave it the way it is and just do movies. As much as I love the clone wars and star Wars rebels, I don't have any interest in watching star Wars resistance. So I don't really want that included. So yeah, it, that's kind of where I'm at with, uh, with bringing in other media. Okay. Yeah. Plus, so, I'll reiterate what I've said before. It's it's called the movie trivia schmodown, not the TV show trivia schmodown, not the comic book or video game trivia schmodown. And until they change that, you you literally can't add anything but movies, in my opinion. Uh, but real quick, we have a question here from uh, uh, from the YouTube here, a good one. Laura, would you prefer triple threat championship match? Or heads up against uh, uh, Damon or Demolanta for the championship. That's hard to say. I think it would definitely be more intimidating to have the two of them up there, but at the same time, it would also f- it would just be so efficient to be able to like <laughs> take both of them out at one time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think for sure it's a little bit easier to like go one at a time. So if it en- if that ends up being the case, which it sounds like that's what it's going to be. That's totally fine. Let them duke it out with each other first, and then I'll I'll take whatever's left. So as a follow-up to that, would you rather Demolanta beat Damon and then have that uh, uh, rematch already taken care of that you don't need to be bothered with, or would you uh, rather, uh, you know, Damon still be undefeated uh, going into your match where you'd have to beat him twice? Uh it's hard to say. I kind of would rather just get it all over with in one instead of having to wait any longer. I feel like I'm I'm pretty studied up at the moment. Um, and I, I can kind of maintain that as best I can. But it would be great to just have this, have it sooner rather than later. You know, I would rather not have to wait any longer than I have to. But at the same time, it's like, well, I've gotten studied up on little notice before. I can do it again. I just am kind of hoping that this is just... It doesn't get dragged out. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so, yeah, just another question that's come uh, on a different topic. Uh, uh, we were talking about the other canon, and, you know, now that, you know, we have these Dragon Con players as well as all sorts of additional rookies, um, are you excited to play these new rookies, or, you know, are you just more concentrated on the championship match and when they come, they come? Or is there anybody you're like, really interested to play in, in uh, upcoming, whenever that might be. You know, I'm more focused on the match that I have upcoming at the moment. I'm really curious to see them play. I'm not super eager to play them myself. I kind of want to, like, I would like to be a witness first, just to kind of see how they do um, and be able to sort of study 
how they do. So that, I think that's where I land on that. I wouldn't be opposed to playing one of them. Um, I would definitely welcome the challenge, but I, at this point, like, I think I would, I would gain more from being able to sort of sit back and watch them play some of the other players and let the other players in this division play. I've already gotten to play once this year and I've already guaranteed a shot to play again. So I would say, you know, let somebody else take a whack at them. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah, I just had one of those brain fart moments. I, I had, yeah, I had, I, I, I've been holding it in my head for about for about two minutes, and it just whoop, just went right out of my head. Um, uh, one of you guys got something real quick. Uh, do you have something? Otherwise, I. I well, I remembered my question from your last last time you were here. Uh, it's about Star Wars in general, so it's nothing to do with Smart now. So you're you're safe. Uh, so I, I like Ahsoka. I learned to love Ahsoka through the Clone Wars. I didn't like it in the movie, but I like. And the first time I saw Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, I liked everything except one tiny little nitpick. It's the voice. I, every time I've been kind of conditioned to hear Ashley Epstein's voice every, every time I see Ahsoka. And when I heard Rosario Dawson, it kind of took me out a little bit. I'm not saying I hated it. I'm just saying it just took me out of it. Was there anything from Rosario Dawson's performance that kind of took you out of it a little bit? Or were you completely sold on it? No, I was fully enthralled. I was so excited to see live action Ahsoka and how badass it looked. And I think the fact that they started with like the sort, not a lightsaber battle, but like getting to see her in action was sort of our first glimpse. I fully appreciated that. So getting to see the lightsabers like in real life was just, it completely blew my mind. I was so excited and I've sort of been preparing myself for a while. Um, just like mentally gearing myself up for seeing a live action Ahsoka Tano, knowing that she's not going to sound like Ashley Eckstein. She's not going to look like Ashley Eckstein. She's not going to look like her former variations and different designs. Um, it's, I just was ready for it to, to be a very different interpretation of a character that I love and telling myself basically that I had to be open to that, or I'm not going to have a good time. And I was really determined to enjoy that portrayal, which I, ended up doing yeah and just to clarify it's not the voice specifically it's like how ashley would sound like uh it would sound more comforting when she would speak and rosario would just sound more direct that that, that's where i got kind of got hung up on but other than that other than those little nitpicks and i admit they are nitpicks i i was i was sold on her and i i do know that it's a different character it's a different actress it's not going to be the same person. I understand that. But it's like when I hear a voice, it's like I'm listening for that specific, that degree. And it it just takes me out just a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I remembered what I was going to ask. Um, yeah. No. We're, producer, where's our sound? Oh, I work the sound effects. I don't have a cheering crowd and trumpets. Um, although I heard it in my head. Uh, but uh You've you've played Damon once before for the title. Um, just uh, based on that experience, um, you know how valuable was that experience in in uh, in preparing for the for the upcoming match, or is it something that you you know you got it and and you know you just need to need to do it? There's definitely some comfort in having been up there before. Um, 
I really like the new, the virtual speed round. Um, I much prefer that to the live in person version. So um, I, I'm optimistic in that sense. Um, but I, I think it'll, I think it'll be good. I'm definitely thinking that, yeah, having been on stage before has been uh, in that situation is definitely a valuable experience. But I think sitting here and playing a couple of matches at home was probably even more valuable just given where we are um, with the digital matches still being in, in play. Um, Cause this was, this most recent one was by far like the most relaxed I've been playing a match which was really nice to finally get to that point. Because even last year, just like sitting here in my bedroom, I was like shaking while I was writing my answers and trying not to look scared. So it, it ended up feeling a lot more comfortable this time around, which was good. So I think I'm in a good space for it. Uh, we got a, a viewer question from YouTube here. Uh, if Laura could change one scene in a Star Wars movie, what would it be? Example, um, an example would be Leia hearing Luke's voice saying, remember your training when she opened her eyes in space. Um, that's kind of a cool ad. I sort of like that idea. I would probably just remove the Luke and Leia kiss in Empire. <laughs> that's, a, that's kind of my go-to uh, thing that should be stricken from the record, I think. <laughs> wow. I, I, I don't know. I mean, was it really that bad? I mean, they're both good-looking people, right? I mean, there's a little McCluffy. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. At the time. Very, very poor, very poor joke. I feel like sad. we've had enough changes to the original trilogy. Let's keep it the way it is right now. Oh, eh, oh! Fine. I have to show this off. <laughs> I got this right here, my friends. This right here. This contains the original theatrical version. Uh, of of New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, oh. the theatrical version, the one I used to watch when I was five years old every day after school. Yeah. Enjoy those creepy walks. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I love that. I love it so much, and I always I was never a fan of those uh, of those specialized editions and adding all that stuff. Um, uh, but but uh, here uh, we got a couple minutes left, um, and I I had forgot to tell you this I think Laura, but Ace uh, had to work today. He wasn't able to be here. He was going to be here, and we were going to have a little crossover with you and he. Uh, but um, uh, but I I want to talk to you a little bit about Force Toast Podcast uh, uh, because you guys are doing great on that show. Um, why don't you tell us about that show and what you got going on with it, and anything else you'd like to say. Sure. So Force Toast to Star Wars Happy Hour is the audio podcast I do with my friend Alice, where we the gist of it is that we drink wine and we talk about Star Wars. Um, and basically, we we sort of have a, a structured show. It's um, where we have re- recurring segments. Um, we tend to recap any new books or new episodes of any shows that are going on at the time. Um, and then we always do trivia at the end of each episode, um, where we sort of quiz each other or in situations like now where I'm the one that's sort of um, needings to stay up to par on trivia will just quiz me sometimes. Um, a lot of times our, our listeners will write in questions and they always do a killer job. So it's, it's fun. Um, when we don't have any, we write them ourselves or we do trivial pursuit just to keep it things simple. Um, but we just made our 55th, 54th episode. Um, so we've been on the, on the air for two years now. We do every other, we release new episodes every other Tuesday. Um, so we, yeah, we recently hit our 50th episode and then it's, we hit our two year anniversary in early February. So it's been 
really fun. We have a ton of fun doing it. Um, it continues to be very rewarding. And I, uh, yeah, hope to, hope to keep it going for as long as we can. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, I've listened to a few episodes, and yeah, there's some wine drinking in there. And uh, I, I must admit, the cussing is is what I like the most, just because <laughs> in, my mind, uh, in my mind, there's nothing better than, than a couple of gals letting some F-bombs fly. I don't care what they're talking about. So I like, I dig chicks who cuss. What can I say? Um, <laughs> uh, it, was great. it was great wow. to have you on, Laura. Thank you so very much. Um, excellent match against Molly. Just stellar match. And uh, good luck in the title match coming up as well. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, absolutely. Anytime, anytime. whatsoever. Uh, Laura Kelly, everyone. Um, She's great. That's her second time on this show. Uh, She's very generous with her time, and she's great to talk to about Star Wars and Schmodown. So thank you very much, Laura. Um, And now we got hard questions. With this kind of a special, uh, special edition, we have the pleasure, uh, myself, Frenchie, and Double D here, of speaking with the Christian Harloff this last week. We did a, uh, a YouTube slash stereo show. Um, I clipped out about 10 minutes from that uh, that will be our hard questions. And what it is is uh, talking about the announcement he had made about the title matches, how they would be handled, uh, some of the backlash, and then what is now going to be happening. Uh, so uh, let's go on with this special edition of Hard Questions featuring Christian Harloff. Thank you very much, Christian, for uh, for joining us here. There's you, you dropped the big announcement about the title matches uh, between faction members. And just, just so that there's no confusion, um, and, and could we hear it from you directly exactly what is going on with all of this and the decision that's been made? Well, it's switched because people are morons. Uh, no, the, the, <laughs> the reason why it's now, the reason why it's now, it's here, here are the rules. The, the idea behind it was because, it, and I, I didn't understand any of the silliness in the group of like, well, if people are so good and they're, and they draft well, then you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't punish people. It's, I, I don't understand that. It's a whole, the whole point is if you're in first place and someone gets the two, the, the, I don't know, Adam Collins is the champion and then Mike Kalinowski makes it, he automatically gets, Depending on that point, Collins would be the uh, Collins would be the defending champion still. So that's 15 points that you're just giving a faction. So the idea was to say, okay, well, look, if we get to a place because this is based on wrestling anyway, we have we've been doing triple threats forever, and so in order to do that, we, triple threats are worth 10 points anyway. So instead of just handing over uh, something to the faction, the idea would be, okay, well, we'll put a triple threat in place, and what like look at someone like Jeff Snyder last year. Jeff Snyder, if if Mike Kalinowski would have won last year, right? Let's say Mike Kalinowski and uh, and and hell, Adam Collins was a champion. Mike Kalinowski and Snyder are in the finals, right? Kalinowski wins. Snyder already won four matches at that point. So wouldn't you also agree that Snyder at four, as he is getting now a number one contender match? But you're like, okay, look, instead of just handing over 15 points, let's give a uh, let's give a triple threat to Snyder. Kalinowski and Collins, and then they can battle it out. Not what a main event that would be at the spectacular, but because of all the hoopla and people don't get it, it was like, so what we're going to do instead is um, when, and I said to the managers, I go, look, you guys vote on it. Cause it's going to be up to you. My, my, my big, I, I washed my hands of the whole thing because my big thing is, had I not said anything at all, 
and this would have happened at the end, you don't, you guys don't, you don't, you guys don't deal with the managers. I do. So <laughs> what they would have said, was, what they would have said was, oh, this is unbelievable. They're just going to get points. Now I said to him in a text chain, I said, here's what you're going to do. You guys vote, you guys vote. And if you decide that if you are okay with, if this particular scenario, which is going to be rare anyway, but if it happens, you guys are going to decide that you want to uh, basically just reward somebody with points. And if you're cool with that and you guys all agree on it, then I'm washing my hands of it. And you guys, you've made the decision. So the managers, um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a majority, but the, I mean, excuse me. It was, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, um, yeah, unanimous, yeah. but it was, it was the, but it was the, but it was the majority. And, um, and so they, so that's what it is. However, what it does mean is throughout the season, if, for example, Mark Kanopic is waiting for a number one contender, Robert Parker gets himself to a number one contender shot. I will say to Kaiser at that point, I'm not handing you seven points for free during the, during the regular season. So here's, here's what you can do. You got two choices. You can either Parker can sit back, cash in on that shot after Mara Kanopic, uh, loses it. Or if he decides he wants to cash in on it, we'll put 10 points on the board and you can do a triple threat, triple threat. And we'll put together another, another number one contender in her geek to, to figure it out. And so that's what the managers and I decided. And that's kind of how it's going to, it's going to do. And for the triple threat match, that means you're going to have two people from the same faction and one person not from the faction, right? So you have two shots out of three to still get a lot more points, but still a shot you won't get the points. Is That's that right. correct? That's right. And when in the case of Mara, you got a chance to, to, to win potentially 11 points because that would be a title defense for her or Parker with 10. Or you throw it out. Let's say, you know, um, let's say Jesse Swift and Amaru Moses battle out. Jesse Swift uh, wins the match. And then, it, you know, he battles somebody else and he builds his way up, Brandon Hanna or, um, mm. or a Zipper, and he builds his way up. And then, you know, okay, it's like, okay, well, those Jesse Swift right now is 2-0, and so let's put him up against Chance Ellison. Winner of that will face some um, – the winner of that will – I'm just hypothetically 2-0, and and Chance is, is 4-2 or whatever he is, and the winner of that will be in the triple threat. So then, okay, Chance wins, and now we have Chance – versus Mara versus Parker for the Intergeekdom Championship and a triple threat during the regular season. For 10, for 10 points, potentially 11 for Mara. And, and this is good because it, it still gives a shot, but it balances out, right? So you get both, uh, best of both worlds. You give a shot to have more points and a shot to someone else, so no one can really complain we're all hogging all the points because it, it's really depending on your players, how, players, it, plays out. how it plays so out. For me, for so me, that, for makes me, for me that makes sense. So, yeah, so, yeah. Totally, and it was so dramatic. Totally. And it was so dramatic. And it was such a more dramatic, more dramatic way to play the season. As the managers were the other way, and just were understanding it. Imagine if imagine if you're imagine if you're corruption, and you're you're in and you were in first place, and you have a nine point lead, right? And you have a nine point lead going into it, going into it, and then I don't know, you're corruption. Well, let's 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 say that let's say that. <coughs> uh, the stars. Uh, the stars. The stars are in first. The stars place, are in first place. And they have a nine point. And lead. they have a nine point lead. And um, and um, Chance Ellison. Chance wins Ellison the wins the tournament. So now their so now lead is cut their lead five, is cut to five. Right? right. If you give them the if you automatic give them points, the automatic the lead points, is gone. The lead is however, gone. 
However, if you put if you put if you put let's say that the let's, let's say, say now the, the, let's say now the, the stars the, are sitting the stars back, are sitting five, back point lead, five point lead chance is going to play Adam Collins play Adam Collins and in the triple threat, and in the triple threat is Bibiani, is Bibiani and the Cookie Mercer, Mercer in last place. So now so now as a faction, as a faction you are rooting for you are Bibiani, rooting for to, Bibiani win to win the championship and win those ten and points. And win those ten so points. corruption so would corruption lose the title lose the title and and lose and lose the points in general. So it makes it so much more dramatic. But now it's mm. like, okay, you basically can. The fans aren't going to understand. You could potentially now. But all the fans did in the Facebook group. And what the managers, and what the managers, and what voted, the managers voted on. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Complain about. Complain about. Blow is anti now. You bet on it. You bet on it. Like that. For those, for those, for those, for those people, for those, for those people, people, for those who were looking around, were looking around, oh, saying, "Oh, they earned it, they earned it." Wait, wait, wait when it's not dramatic. Wait when it's not dramatic. And then you'll come back. And then you'll go, come back, and you'll go, "Hundred percent guarantee." Hundred percent guarantee. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, definitely, uh, I'm one, definitely of one of the people. Admit, who, and I'll admit, I don't fully understand that. And maybe that has a lot to do with it. I know Christian. I'm more into the traditional. I'm more into the traditional. That's where my mind seems to be stuck at. So in my mind, in my mind, I am one of those. Thinking, you know, it, you, you know, drafted it, you well, drafted you played well, well, you played you set well, yourself you set up to be in that position, in that position uh, to collect uh, all those, collect all those two facts with members two facts members playing. Playing. In my mind, that's in my mind, that's a well played kind of a moment. Kind of a moment. Um, but but um, like you but, just but, said, like you just I'm said, like a lot of I'm others, like a lot of others. I just don't understand. I don't understand it. As you're talking, as you're talking, I understand. I understand. It could be more dramatic. More dramatic if it's the way if it's the way you're saying. And that is that is definitely my interest. My interest. Yeah, because imagine yeah, you, have imagine Collins, you have a Colin Burrow versus Burrow versus Bateman. It's like it's right. true, and that's true. That, and that's, 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 that's the other thing. That's the other thing that people don't understand. The other thing that people are saying, that, well, people are saying, well, you know, well, you know, if those, if those people if those earn their way up, earn their way up, they're the ones who make it. You're taking out, you're taking out consideration, consideration the people that are going to fight their way through in the tournament and win two or three matches. Those people will also earn a shot. Like for example, for example, go back to 2018 when the tournament was going on, and Merle and Draco got knocked out of the tournament. Played against but each played other against each in order to get a number one, contender, a number one contender shot against Mark Wolf, Wolf in the spectacular. So that so same that type of situation would happen. This time it would time them, it would put them into, into, the, actual into the championship, match, championship itself. match itself, and not just and hand not over points. Hand over because, points. And, because, and again, and again, also something that is something that is very very. so much so much in order for it to all play out. All play out. Right. Like there's nothing that's going to guarantee as good as Adam as good as Adam Collins that he's going to. That he's going to title all the way title all the way through. Plus, Chance Ellison plus winning, winning the tournament, the tournament or my calendar, or my somebody like you're somebody like it. It just would defend, would defend just giving away, giving away that many points. Many and it's almost like wow, like wow, and you should, you should, you know, the points, the points, you win, you win, you win. No, no, it's your fault. It's your fault. Championships aren't, championships aren't worth that much anymore. So why do people care? All right, well let's. Oh thank God! Oh, you're James. I don't know what I, it wasn't that bad on uh on the other side. Okay, well, well, that was a, a learning experience. <laughs> what are you guys even talking about? <laughs> and, and this might say Jay Wade's usually wrong. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, what's going on? I'm missing something, dude. What am I missing? You didn't hear that echo? No, I heard nothing. That's what I was saying. I don't know. Oh. You guys talking about maybe, I maybe have you no... have it on uh, maybe maybe you should have muted the stereo maybe that's what we're hearing 
Yeah, maybe because that was horrible, bro. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't. Under, I don't. I didn't understand what you guys were talking about. I had no clue whatsoever. Yeah. Well, inquire then. Yeah. Man, I don't know what you're talking. I thought you meant. I don't even know. I don't even know. No. We're in the experience. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was sitting here going, dude, these guys have lost their fucking minds. What are they? And I saw you, Dan. What are you doing, dude? And Frenchie, like, at one point, Frenchie stood up and lit a cigarette and was, like, walking around his kitchen smoking a cigarette. And now I understand why. Uh, and I, I didn't have a clue what was going on. It was not a cigarette, and I was not walking around uh, the house, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well... But but my imagery made it sound better, right? Yeah, but you just want to see me smoke a cigarette and and uh, you know go one on one and question and and grill someone like it was a French detective. So that's just you. Well, you 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 are French, so it works out, you know. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, people listening, I'm sorry about that. I had absolutely no idea uh, that there was anything going on whatsoever. I'm just kind of here in my own little world, uh, like. <laughs> listening to the playback like hey this is great now uh do we have any stereo uh comments uh yeah we've got one here and okay. uh before uh, we play that uh if there's other uh, comments we got a couple minutes by the way if you guys want to like reach out and and tell uh, anything you've heard during the, the the episode or any other new questions do not miss out and send it to us yeah let us know what you think about uh mount schmodown mount rushmore of schmodown um, and, uh, oh, what was the first? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, because you got me all riled up on the first, uh, uh about the Mount Schmodown, but yeah, let us know. Let us know. Here we go. So just one more quick thought here about the free for all. So eight factions, each gets five competitors, uh, entered into the free for all to equal 40 competitors. I, I think, right. Just to clarify, uh, and also that means no, like, big surprise returns of somebody that's not drafted to a roster. So, like, no Clark or Wolf or Rachel Cushing or anybody like that. Correct. I, I think that's the play. I, it is definitely true that it's five competitors for each of the factions. And I think you're right that there's not going to be any surprises. Everyone who's been drafted uh, is the league. Well, the real surprise will be who is that fifth competitor going to be? Like mm-hmm. most people, you have a clear top four for each faction, and then it's like, who's that fifth? Sure. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of rookies. Like in that, in that fifth spot, just to oh, try it out. Well, in Finstock's case, uh, it's going to be more than one, more than, more than one. But that being said. Oh, my God. oh Sam Levine, he has, uh, I think, the same amount of rookies. Too. Yeah. yeah, he's got quite a few on there too. Uh, yeah. Keep sending in some comments, guys. We got it. But like for the den, is it Jader? Is it Peggy? Is it uh, David Del Rio? Um, you know, like there's they got a whole bunch of options. You know, uh, besides the like quote unquote top four. I would go for Jader. Uh, that guy is is two and two if not or two and uh, what's his record? Two and one. Uh, I. I don't know. I think he beat Vavita and Brittany Young and then lost to Tom. I, exactly. Yeah. So, it's, so it's two and one. The, that guy, it's underestimated his knowledge of movies 
he knows a lot. And that's one I find uh, the, the the record should have been 3-0 and uh, because he really knows where he's going, right? Uh, and I think you should give him a shot uh, because he, he definitely is a much better player than people would think. Yeah. I, I want to ask a question about this brother Loomis match. Um, cause he, he put out a tweet and tagged me and some other people. Were any of y'all in that tagged also the, the gif of the head exploding? Um, no. It, no. It, it, you mean I, from that movie from, Oh, what, what movie was that? Eraserhead? I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's from, but, uh, but it, it's a, it's a gif here. I'm pulling it up. It's a, it's a gif okay. of, uh, of a guy and his head is exploding. It's quite graphic. It says they are all they are lowering wool tariffs. Now I've never had any interaction with Brother Loomis before. Never. <laughs> I didn't oh, even know. He knows yeah. Scanners, sorry, scanners. And uh, and I've, I'm very very intrigued uh, by the meaning behind that tweet. Uh, and uh, and I'm really interested in seeing his character and what he does as far as competition. But I don't think I've been this interested and hyped to see a character reveal for a very, very long time. And I I find Christian was worried, right? At at one point he said, uh, being, you know, making him not talk to any shows and, you know, not exposing him would ruin his chances for draft. It didn't. And now I think it's doing what Christian was setting off for, is to make a myth and not a man. And it, uh, and Loomis is definitely a myth in our heads. He's like, what the fuck is this character? We want to know more. And it's going to have an impact even more so now when he's going to be on screen. So Christian did his job and really hyped up the, the myth and not the man. Well, I don't know if you've seen him, but... Uh... Frankie Alvarez seems like a very fun person to match up against him as his first match. Uh, he definitely uh, is one with uh, the words. <laughs> um, he uh, So he's definitely, you know, there's going to be a good back and forth between them character-wise besides uh, play-wise in that match. And we actually had Alvarez. Well, we actually had a couple of the, the, the rookies on, um, uh, usual suspect rookies on our breaking, um, cracking the code. If you haven't watched it, go watch it it's on YouTube, on stereo. Freaking amazing. We promise yeah. there's no repeat. There's no echo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got still, you still got time. If you want to send in a comment or two, uh, we got a little bit more time to kill here. Um, if not, I wanted to go back to Mount Schmodown because I think we weren't finished with that shit. There's, there's, there's something to, to, to pull out. Now, before, before you... It, it is over. I will be civil now about this. Is Harloff on your Mount Schmodown, Frenchie? Yeah, and that's this is a good point for me. Does that mean Mark Ellis is too? I mean, he's he he's co-creator. So if you're gonna put what, what I would have to do, what I would in my case, what I have to do, I have like um, subcategories. You got the uh, you know involvement people you got like the writers the 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 producers the the people like on desk commentary you know uh so there's that bubble then you have uh the just purely like almost stats based people like the people who are over 90% and you know that can intertwine very well with champions as well that you got character work that so for me it's bubbles and you fit a couple of players in so i would have to think about it but uh 
for the involvement bubble, uh, Christian Harloff is top one. There's a big case to be made for uh, Mark Ellis. Um, we got another comment here. Um, but real quick before I play it, uh, I view the, the uh, Mount Rushmore as presidents. In my opinion, if we're going to talk about the equivalent for Smodown, we're talking about players. Um, there, there aren't any of the president's staff members or secretary of defenses are, uh, are not, or senators. There's no one but the presidents. And in my mind, uh, the equivalent of that would be the players. Let's go to this message so that Frenchie can't, uh, uh, try to shoot me down. <laughs> from the UK, gentlemen. Is it me? Or is the Schmodown amazing? Just like you two. Oh, it is not you. It is not you, dude. The Schmodown is absolutely amazing. Yes. Who is that from? What's that? Who is that from? Uh, uh, UK. Yeah. And we got another one here. So if you look at Mount Rushmo, as I call it, uh, I, I think you can have different Rushmos for, for each division. So you have one for like overall Schmodown and then another for like IG teams, etc. But I think if we're talking about overall Schmodown, it's really har- hard to argue that the first two spots should be Merle and Roca. I think most people would agree about that. Greatest overall player of all time, right? And greatest character potentially of all time with the outlaw. Uh, Those are just my thoughts on it because I think it's like you have to establish as this is the first or the greatest ever to do this unique thing. So then that's why a lot of people would say like Rachel because she was the first ever female champion, IG, two-time IG champion, teams champ, etc. Okay, Dagan, I appreciate your – I appreciate your thoughts there on that. Um, I really do. But I'm going to go back to another little comparison here. Like I said, uh, the M- Mount Rushmore is presidents. It's not the president's staff. It's not, uh, it's not senators and congressmen, okay? So the players are the presidents. And as you're saying, like, different Smodown or Mount Rushmores or whatever. Now, so what? Are we going to start? How Each state has its own uh, Mount Rushmore in each state's Mount Rushmore are the four top people who have contributed to that state. Oh, okay, okay, uh, uh, Jay, wait, Jay, wait. Look, uh, I, I look, I, I, I love you. It's not me that's doing. <laughs> All right, so look, uh, I get it, but in your very linear OCD type of way, you're just associating to the actual thing of Mount Rushmore, and you're applying its rules uh, of presidents only that's and not every, no no, no. But that, that's just that's just because we're calling it the Rushmore more just to give it an importance but we don't have to uh, go, go about this rule we can create what mount rushmore for schmodown is and do its own thing we don't have to go with you know what the actual mount rushmore is so i'm calling it the hall of fame haha that's completely different because you can get way more than four people in the hall of fame but I mean, why would even put Makuga in the Hall of Fame? He ain't going on the Mount Mount Rushmore. No, but. For me, my my Mount Rushmore is a Hall of Fame. That's how awesome a lot of aspects of Smowdown is because we, and that's the thing. Having a sport that is a Christian's brainchild, we have to also award the entertainment as much as the sport, right? Well, for both ends, I put JTE ahead of Makuga. I would too. 
Um, we got another comment here. <laughs> hey guys, talking about the free for all. Uh, I think it's going to come down to Liz Shannon Miller, Ethan Irwin, and the Bibbs. But I think the MVP is going to be Rick Raddus from the Finstock Exchange. Watch out for Bobby Finstock and his faction. Was that Christensen? Yes. Yes, it was. Nice. Hey, bro. Um, I... I, I I don't know I don't know about that I'm still stuck on the the whole you, you're just you're 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 crazy Frenchie you're crazy yeah I, I love yes. I love you to death man I mean but you're crazy I don't know I I'm not disputing that yeah but I mean there's a difference between the Hall of Fame and a Mount Rushmore for me no because at Mount Rushmore if you you can only pick four people you'd have to do two. Or do hybrids because we have to disservice multiple aspects of the sport. And what Christian's creating is entertainment and sport all into one. So for me, instead of you always using the Mount Rushmore, um, you know, uh, type of ranking, uh, if we want to do a ranking that's a bit more, you know, reflective of what Christian's doing, it should be more of a structured thing that multiple types of people that wouldn't necessarily be in a Mount Rushmore could still you know, shine out. That's how I do my list because if not. Yeah. Um, and on that note, uh, we are, we are come to our time of plugs. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go around the horn here, except we're going to skip Frenchie. Uh, and we're going to, we're going to go to Dan and then we're going to, and then we're going to go to ASG and then we're going to go to me. And then we're just, so I, you kind of—I don't, I don't know what else you want. You, you go back to me after. Okay, perfect. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right. actually, we will start with Frenchie from Smoking <laughs> Wow. For real, man. Uh, uh, thank you for all the work you do here. It's a blast. Uh, what uh, What do you got going on uh, on your channel and elsewhere? Yes, sir. So you can find me on Schmoza North on YouTube, also uh, the Frenchie on Stereo. Uh, and right now, um, we don't. There's not much uh, really. Well, there, actually, we do have an announcement. I won't make the announcement here, uh, but there is a big changes to come on Schmoes of the North. Do not miss out uh, and check out our next episode on Friday. Uh, we will have a special guest on to announce whatever we're planning here. So do not miss that. Sounds good. Be sure to tune in for that. Double D, Dan Delinsky. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Ster- and on Stereo at uh, Dan Delunsky. Simple as that. Uh, you can find me here every Saturday with uh, Frenchie and Jay talking, speaking of Schmodown, uh, running the numbers room, and trying to explain them the numbers. But I fail every week. But I don't give up. <laughs> and ASG from Let's Get Ready to or Let's Get Ready Network. Yes, so you can find me on Let's Get Ready Net. We have a website. Check that out. You'll find me on the Gold Standard whenever the FCL gets going. We'll be doing the after show for that. You can find me on Tuesday, I want to say, battling this guy uh, in uh, Shmoby the Money. And you can find me on Wednesday at, I forget what they're called, Feature Length Productions, something like that. Uh, they're doing, they do fantasy film fights every Wednesday where you uh, draft movies based on a theme. Uh, their theme on Wednesday will be best third film in a series. And yeah, it'll be a draft with uh, four to five people of those movies. 
You're going Sorry. down, bro. By the way, you're going down. I respect your opinion. You ain't holding up. Yeah, you'll have to tune in and see what happens, everybody. Maybe someone will take Frenchie down and put him in his place. I will one of these days on Frenchie's corner. I shall prevail. One hey, by the way, you're the one that Christian said that he never agrees on. So, hey. I think I think I might have a good shot at Christian agreeing with me on the uh, the question from Frenchie's corner about the speed round. So I don't know, maybe. But uh, but uh, you guys you guys can follow me on the Twitter at jwade eleven thirty four. That's the letter J W A D E one one three four. The same handle on stereo. Uh, at the Jcast Network on Twitter, the same handle on Stereo, and uh, this was our second time doing this show on Stereo. Now it's live on Stereo as well as YouTube at this same time every Saturday. And until next week, everyone have a great and safe one. You want to hear something funny? The mic wasn't on that whole time. No way. Yeah, for real. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So smooth.